0: Alright guys, we've reached a bit of a milestone today. I've been uploading to YouTube and uploading to this podcast for 50 days in a row. So, as well as wanting to celebrate this milestone with you, I wanted to explain the five reasons why I've actually been doing it because I haven't revealed them up until now. So, let's get straight into it. First and foremost was to help men, to give them actionable, actionable advice from someone who has actually been there and done it and probably more importantly has made all the mistakes. I have been doing this myself for 15 years, and I've been doing this professionally now for five. I've been helping men across the globe to achieve a variety of different fitness, diet, and mindset goals. And I'm pretty good at this now. I've got a pretty good idea of what works and what doesn't work. I've also got an idea of what buttons I should be pushing and how hard I should be pushing them with different people. And this content is designed to give you the knowledge, the context, the peace of mind, and the shortcuts so that you can get to your goals faster because success loves speed. And then secondly, and it kind of goes hand in hand, is that this doing this content, doing this free content, enables me to see what people like because by uploading to YouTube, I can see the view counts. So I can see what really are the trigger points. What are the pain points for people? What are people struggling with? What do they want more help with? And that enables me to go deeper down certain content rabbit holes Onto topics that are actually relevant. Because I could be over here spouting about a topic that isn't relevant for the vast majority of people. And they don't really care. And the other thing is, and I'll butcher the quote, but Dave, David Ogilvy, who started Ogilvie, the big, one of the biggest marketing agencies in the world, basically said that even if you ask them to, people will never tell you what their actual problems are. They will skirt around it. And there's tricks and ways psychologically that you can sort of manipulate this. But the easiest way to do it is just to put content out there and see what people are magnetized to, and then go deeper down that. Thirdly, and this one is much more of a selfish reason, but ultimately it benefits everybody. I I took a look around at the end of last year, at all of the people who I am most influenced by, who I most admire, all of the sort of, I wouldn't even call them celebrities. I'm sure they wouldn't want to call themselves influencers, but people of influence, And I looked at them and I thought, what is the one or two things that every single one of them has in common? And I realized the number one thing was their ability to communicate. They're an absolute master of communication. Take two men, for example, that you may or may not like. It is kind of irrelevant, but I'm using them as examples. Joe Rogan and Andrew Tate. Okay. Two very prominent men who get a lot of attention these days in the world. Now again, you may like them, you may not, you may not. That's fine, I don't really care. What you cannot deny is that they are both absolute masters of communication. Because if you actually sit there and listen to them, you will notice a few things. You will notice their ability of mastering tonality, of mastering pace, of not using filler words like ums and ahs, of always thinking three or four steps ahead and knowing what they're going to say, but then also being able to circle back around And loop their argument in. And like any skill, the only way to get better at something is by practicing it. You're not going to wake up one day and suddenly become a master at something. And there's that generic 10,000 hours rule. You know, you've got to master it. You've got to spend 10,000 hours doing it. It's probably about right. I think it depends person to person and skill to skill. And, you know, sometimes if it's a physical skill, like, like, I don't know, you're trying to get better at dunking a basketball, for example. If you're five foot five... You could practice 10,000 hours, you're probably never going to get very good at it, right? But if it's something like communication, public speaking, speaking on camera, the ability to speak compendiously without using filler words at the right pace that is interesting and exciting with tonality and effectively using body language as well (laughs) is a skill that is very, very difficult to master. And I've been producing content for five years. But even if you go back 50 days to day one of me doing this, you will notice a drastic improvement in my ability to communicate. And what you might not be able to hear, that whilst I am compendiously making this statement to you, there is a man outside of my apartment whistling like a car alarm. Can you hear that? That is annoying the heck out of me. But I am still able to communicate. Now, I'm nowhere near mastery. I'm not saying that I am. But I'm a heck of a lot closer to where I wanted to be. And the best way to do that is to put the reps in. And I thought, well, look, I want to get there as fast as possible. So the best way to do that is just to do this every single damn day. And here we are. And then the third, I think we're on the third, no, the fourth reason, sorry, that I've been doing this kind of ties in with that is that I will often preach both to my clients, but also on this free content that the best path to success is to do the basics very well, consistently, for a long enough time period that you actually start to see the results, and that time period is always going to be longer than you want it to be. Okay. He's really putting me off. <laughs> like who does that? Seriously, who just whistles like a car alarm? He, he must have serious issues. I feel sorry for him. Anyway, let's get back to it. So if I'm if I'm going to be a man who practices what he preaches and I say I want to get good at something, or I want to learn something, or I want to improve something, then I have to do that. I have to turn up every single day. I have to be consistent. I have to practice what I preach. And so me doing this, having this as accountability to myself, that I've made a commitment, that I've got to show up, that I've got to do it, keeps me on track. And as I said, the desired outcome for me was to improve my communication skills. I'm halfway there Literally, I'm halfway there. And I feel like my communication skills have improved 10, if maybe not even 100 fold. But here's what's really cool is that people think of uh, learning a skill. See, I used a filler word there. Uh, first one I've used, I think. People see learning a skill as a linear line. They think the more time they're going to do it, they're going to get better at a linear rate. But you're not. A little bit like technology, you'll get better at an exponential rate. So the gap between doing day zero and day one is the hardest, but then each day that gap gets slightly, slightly smaller. Now, of course, it's not completely like this. You might have a bad day. You might have a bad week where you're incredibly stressed out, underslept, whatever it might be, ill, but ultimately, if you look at it on a big enough graph, you will notice that your skill level, or your this you could apply this to your fitness, your strength, your body composition, your body fat levels all of this stuff you will be rewarded for your consistency that's that's I suppose the point I'm getting at here so this is where it gets exciting for me because day 1 to day yeah day 1 to 50 is going to be a lot harder than day 51 to 100 okay so that's another big important reason and it's, and it's a good one that you can apply to anything in your life as well number 5 is personal brand so I believe, and I could be completely wrong, but this is just my hypothesis, that in the next five years between excuse me, between 2025 and 2030, we are going to see a AI revolution. I think we can, for the most part, agree that it's coming. It's pretty much already here. But again, AI is one that people can't quite understand that the trajectory of this technology is almost beyond exponential. I don't know if there's a word for that where it's faster than exponential, but it's going to molt... That- it's going to multiply. So every iteration of AI, take take ChatGPT for example. ChatGPT5 isn't going to be twice as good as ChatGPT4, it's going to be 10 times as good. But then ChatGPT6 is going to be 100 times better than ChatGPT5. And then ChatGPT7 is going to be a thousand times better than six. So it's not even exponential, it's just, it's almost like a vertical line. It's just vertical growth, I suppose. And it's getting to that point very quickly and it doesn't take many iterations. So we can't even, as humans, fathom what AI is going to be able to do in five years' time. I'm not even sure we can fathom what it could do in a year's time. I'm not even sure we're going to make it five years because it might turn around, take control of the nukes like it does in Terminator. And that's a whole other story, by the way. And, and turn, turn on us and decide that we are actually the problem and, and kill us all. Hopefully it doesn't, but it might happen. We don't know. I don't, think it's, I don't think we can fathom what this technology is capable of. But we have to plan for the worst and hope for the best. That's the best situation you can do. And in my opinion, the best thing that you can do there is to build a personal brand because of exactly what I just said, personal brand. Because the one thing that AI cannot do is circumvent your personality. It might be able to take videos of you and deep fake photos and all this sort of stuff. But I think it's going to take... Maybe I'm wrong again, but I think it's going to take a lot longer than five years to be able to completely clone you, because that's very difficult. There are trillions of cells which make up your human body and your brain, trillions, and they're unique to you. And I don't think AI is going to get to that stage that quickly where it can clone a human personality to the point where another human being cannot tell the difference between the AI and the human. Here's the other thing, though. As that happens, as we get closer to that, the value of the human touch of the personal brand is going to become more and more important. So, what I'm saying with this is if you're doing a job right now that requires, doesn't really require you, it could effectively, and you have to be really honest with yourself here, it could effectively be done by a computer. So, take, um, for example, the whole finance industry. That'll be, out of human control very, very soon. It, it will not require human intervention, probably within the next two years, I would imagine. Most of the people who work for banks will be, will be gone because, or, or, they, or they'll be repositioned into roles where they're effectively training the AI. But even then, the AI will get to a point where it trains itself. So that's just one example. It's the same with uh, software engineering or um, even teaching potentially. Maybe, I don't know. Teaching, you could argue, it requires human touch. You're getting the idea though, right? What I'm encouraging you to do is to learn a skill that requires a bit more of a human touch. It doesn't have to be your job right now, but plan ahead. Start to think about this. A great example, just a really good example would be art. Creating some kind of human art, because I believe as much as AI might be able to make art, I think what will quite ha- what will happen quite quickly is the market will be flooded by AI art. So this could be, an, by art, I mean singing, I mean dancing, I mean movies, I mean songs, I mean pictures, everything, all forms of art, okay? It will be flooded and in the initial, the artists are going to suffer really badly and it's gonna suck for them. But in the long term, we, we like things that are rare. We like things that are precious. And ultimately, then, the value of that human touch will go up exponentially. So I hope, if there's any artists watching or listening to this, just as much as you can, stick with it. Because you're going to go through a really rough time. But ultimately, if you stick with it, there will be fewer of you. And the value of whatever you do, your art form will become exponentially more valuable. So that's a big one. So I would encourage you to, and you might not be an artist and that's fine. That's just one example. There's plenty of other examples. Just have a think about what you could do, what skill you could learn, which requires some form of human touch. And a great one, for example, it's one of the reasons I do what I do is providing a human based service. Because absolutely there's going to be AI, personal trainers and nutritionists who are more knowledgeable and can give you faster answers than me, personally as a human being. However, there isn't going to be an AI that can understand you as a human being as well as I can. Now, this leads me on to my last reason of why I'm doing this. And it's a little bit sneaky, but really, it, I think it could be potentially game-changing and it's it's effectively securing my, my future, hopefully. After 100 days of me uploading to YouTube and to a podcast, of having all of this data, I will be able to take all of that data and there's going to be... Well, let's do the maths very quickly. Let's say each video is roughly 15 minutes and there's 100 videos, that's 1,500 minutes. That's 25 hours of me talking. That's 25 hours of Doug data. Now we can turn Doug data into AI Doug. So the goal really here is for me to download or upload, I should say, because that's what I'm really doing, I'm uploading to YouTube, I'm uploading to a podcast. And if I upload all of my data, 25 hours of it in just a hundred days, and I'll be honest with you, I probably won't stop at day 100. I may not do it every single day, but I would still aim to sit here and do three or four. If I have an idea, I have a nice setup now where I'm sat on my desk, I'm working, my laptop's here. And if I come up with an idea, it it takes me 10 seconds to plug my phone in, sort the camera settings out and and chat like this. And because I am now getting much better at communicating, I don't really need, I wrote four notes here. You know, there's no script, there's nothing. I'm able to speak much more compendiously very quickly and communicate ideas to you and, and just kind of brainstorm them a little bit because I'm I'm over the fear of getting something wrong. I don't care. I don't care if five people see this or five million people see this. It's, it's nothing but authentic. And that in itself is something, it takes so long to get over. But the only way you're gonna get over that is by starting. So I really do encourage you. But getting back to my original point, if I was to upload 25 hours of me, of my own content into an AI, I could effectively then give that to my clients. I could sell that as a product and say, and that means at any time, twenty four seven, my clients could ask Doug AI a question, and it's going to give them an answer in my tonality with my thoughts. But what's even cooler, and this is where I think it, this is where I think collaboration is going to be a huge thing, is we can combine AIs. So we could combine Doug AI with maybe the AI of a, a leading psychologist and the AI of a leading. Businessman, I don't know. But imagine if you combined these people, all of your favorite personalities, for lack of a better word, into one AI. And was like, right, okay, today I need help with my nutrition. Right, boom. And you just plug a question in and it would actually tell you which AI is giving you the answer. And it would give you the best answer that it could based on the data. So by me doing this now, I'm not just uploading to YouTube and uploading to a podcast. I'm creating a product. I'm creating my own AI because this is coming. This is not going away. It's only gonna get bigger and it's gonna get bigger a lot faster. So some of these reasons are selfish. Some of these reasons are selfless, but ultimately because I'm doing something that I know is a net positive for the world, they are all selfless reasons. They are all going to help people and help more people and also help people at a lower cost. Because if I'm able to upload an AI, and create a product that is Doug AI. We'll, we'll come up with a better name than that. But <laughs> I don't need to charge premium prices for this, right? I can charge people based on usage, effectively. So how often or how many you you can give someone tokens, and you know the more tokens you want, the more you pay. It could get you to. It could build you a training program based on what I've told my AI. All of this stuff is so powerful and it's so exciting, and I. I I want it to happen, but I almost don't want it to happen too fast because I don't want to miss the wave. But yeah, guys, that's the reason I've been uploading to YouTube and to a podcast for 50 days in a row. Bring on the next 50 days. I'm excited. And I've been really enjoying it. Honestly, I really have. I really appreciate all of the, the compliments, the feedback, the criticisms. I am open to the fact that I'm wrong sometimes or I've gotten something wrong or I've maybe said something in the wrong way or, or something like that. I'm less fussed if you're offended because offense is something you take and not something you give. I'm not sitting here trying to offend anybody. So if someone has been offended by someone, I think there was one person who put a down thumb on a YouTube video. I don't see who these people are. I don't really care. I just think it's a little bit pathetic. I mean, If you do that on anyone's content, just don't watch it. Like you've sat there and watched it to just be able to say you didn't like it. It's very strange. But people are strange, and that's fine. And like I say, I'm happy to be con- criticised. I'm not sitting here acting like some sort of god or tyrant saying that I'm right and everything you I say you have to do. Not at all, not at all. I like to be challenged. I like I'm doing this to better myself. But I'm hopefully also doing this to improve other people's lives as well. So I'll leave this one there. I've enjoyed this one as well. And bring on day 51. I'll see you tomorrow.